Out of the wreck, I rise. Romans 8.35 Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? Out of the wreck, I rise. God does not keep a man immune from trouble. He says, I'll be with him in trouble. It does not matter what actual troubles in the most extreme form get a hold of a man's life. Not one of them can separate him from his relationship to God. We are more than conquerors in all these things. Paul's not talking of imaginary things but of things that are desperately actual. And he says, we are super victors in the midst of them, not by our ingenuity or by our courage or by anything other than the fact that not one of them affects our relationship to God in Jesus Christ. There's nothing that you can do to make God love you any more than he does right now and there's nothing that you can do to make him love you any less than he does right now. Rightly or wrongly, we are where we are, exactly in the condition we are in. I know many times my friends struggle with the fact that there's something in their life that they wish wasn't there, they wish they could, you know, that they could get over, or, you know, it's just something that they're working on. And quite frankly, I feel bad for the Christian person who doesn't feel like they have anything that's in their life that they need to um, overcome. Shall tribulation? Tribulation is never a noble thing. But let tribulation be what it may, exhausting, embarrassing, fatiguing, is not able to separate us from the love of God. Never let cares of tribulations separate you from the fact that God loves you. Shall persecution, can God's love hold when everything says that his love is a lie and there is no such thing as justice? Shall famine? Can we not only believe in the love of God, but be more than conquerors, even while we are being starved? Either Jesus Christ is a deceiver and Paul is crazy, or some extraordinary thing happens to a man who holds on to the love of God when the odds are all against God's character. Logic is silenced, 
in the face of every one of these things. Only one thing can account for it. The love of God in Christ Jesus. Out of the wreck, I rise every time. Let's be real. Luke 21, 19. In your patience possesses ye your souls. When a man is born again, he doesn't have the same ability to overcome extreme adversity in his thinking or reasoning for a little while like he did before. Some people think they come and accept Christ and then the very next day everything's going to be better, the boss is going to be nicer, a promotion. No, honestly, this is probably when the devil's going to come after you and everything's going to start going the wrong way and people start blaming it on, on God. It's interesting how your perspective can change things. It's the story of the two men on the airplane. The first one was told to take this parachute and it was make his flight so much easier. He took the parachute. When he was on the plane, he sat down. It's a crying baby next to him. The coffee cart comes by, hits him in the knee. The parachute on his back is heavy and it's uncomfortable trying to lean back in the chair. People are pointing and laughing. And after a few minutes, he takes the parachute off, throws it on the ground, upset, frustrated, because here this parachute is supposed to make his life so much better, and nothing's better. The coffee, as it comes back down the aisle, spills on his leg. He's had enough. The second man, he's told, hey, once we hitch 10,000 feet, the right motor is going to blow. This parachute is going to save your life. He sits down. The coffee... Uh, cart hits him on the way by, the baby crying. He has the parachute on his back, but he doesn't notice any weight. He doesn't notice it being uncomfortable. The kid laughing, he's not worried about what the kid thinks about him. He's thinking, where's this kid's parachute? The coffee spills on him. He's not mad at the parachute. He's now just that much more looking forward to the jump. Your perspective on salvation, if you think it's just there to make your life better and to serve you, you'll be very disappointed. But if you know what the salvation is saving you from, it will make your life, those things that are going to happen anyway, so much easier to, to bear. We have to identify ourselves with Christ in order to form the mind of Christ. The verse said, acquire your soul with patience. The truth is, many of us prefer to stay at the beginner's level of the Christian life instead of going on to build a soul that's in agreement with the new life that God has put in us. The reason that we fail is we are uneducated about the way that we're made. We blame the devil instead of a lack of discipline. Think what we can be when we're sharp and aware.